What do, what do you think of this? It's delicious. Really? I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, like, Chinese herbs were delicious. Oh, well, I actually, yeah, I've had worse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I think it's good. I tend to sip on things, and I have to be like, oh, yeah, this isn't tea. This is vodka. I should, like, I should really slow down. Any plans for after graduation now that you've graduated? Oh my God. Like, I really need to get on the study train. Like, I'm studying, but I'm not studying the way I'm meant to be studying. I'm, I don't like to study. I'm just, I'm more, I'm definitely like a kinesthetic learner. I'm a kinesthetic studier. I've just, like 100%. So for me, actually sitting down and like reading or flipping through flashcards, it's like that is not fun for me. <laughs> this is going to be like an Eeyore podcast because I'm just tired and grumpy. Do we need to like get up and do a dance? Probably. That wasn't peppy enough. We got to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, we should do a real podcast instead of just, I'm getting real fuzzy right now. Instead of shooting the shit? Yeah, oh my God. I'm, I'm, I'm getting real fuzzy right now. <laughs> I even wrote down questions to ask you. Oh, great. Hey, we have a podcast. I'm here with Holly, or should I say Dr. Holly? Sure, yes. I'd love that. (laughs) And she just graduated school. So we're talking about the journey of going through acupuncture school, what it's like starting out versus what it's like coming out on the other side, and what happens next. So, Holly, thanks for being here. Thank you. So you just graduated, right? I did. Like like just last week graduated yes. or two weeks ago graduated. Yes. Um, so how are you feeling now? I mean, is it like everything's really exciting? It's a, it's a brand new world? Are you like, it went by so fast? Are you sad that school is over? Are you excited about the new opportunities of the future? Are you freaking out because you have to take boards and you have to pay back student loans and start a practice? Like, what's this all like? <laughs> all of that. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> Absolutely all of that. Um no, but it it it's it's very surreal. It's a bittersweet moment. Um it's something that I've waited a long time. You know, you you rush so much to get to the end of the program, right? And then you get there and you're like, uh what now? You know? So yeah, for sure. It's it's very bittersweet. I am a bit sad, you know, you build connections and relationships with people that you're not sure if you'll see them again. Um Definitely scary approaching the whole taking the boards, licensing exams. Like that, that's definitely one of the things that creates worry and all of that anxiety within me. But <laughs> it will be, it will be great. Yeah. Did it go by fast? Because I feel like I like when I graduated, people were like, "Oh my god, it went by so fast." And I was like, "No, it didn't. This was a long, arduous four years." And so. Yeah, no, didn't go by fast at all. I think on the outside, it might look like it went by fast. But for me, when, you know, being on the inside, I I was like, hurry up, hurry up. Let's go. Come on, let's get there. But definitely, I feel like once you get to the last couple of terms, then it just speeds by. It goes so fast. And you're like, oh, that just ended. So how do you feel now versus when you started? Because when I was teaching, I tended to interact mostly with first-year students, and I feel like a lot of them spend a lot of time freaking out. And I think maybe I was the same way when I first started. Like, I have no idea what's going on. How do you feel now versus how you felt when you first started? Okay, yeah. I <laughs> The freak out was very real when I first started. Absolutely. Everything was such a big deal. 
I have to get an A on that test. I have to study. I can't hang out with friends. I ha- you know, it's you're very you feel like you are at the mercy of going to school and being a grad student. Um, and everything is a big deal. Whereas now, towards the end, at least, I was like, oh, yeah, you're good. It's fine. You're going to be fine. I'm fine. Like, it was, yes, you lose that heightened anxiety around school as you get further along in the program. Were you very grades-oriented? No. I am a chronic perfectionist, and that is just because of my background in the arts. I was a professional dancer for my entire life before I became a grad student. And so perfectionism was runs in my blood. I did uh, find myself surrounded by many other students that were grade grades oriented. So I feel like by default, I brought on that to myself, which was never really me. You know, I, I knew my performance was really great and I was passing and I'm a good student and, but I, yeah, I, that kind of shifted for me. It ebbed and flowed as far as being focused on grades. Yeah. Cause I feel like that was a thing. I don't know. Cause, cause I feel like when I started, I had a background in mathematics and computer science and I felt like I had been in school for a long time and for a long time I was focused on I need to get an A, I need to get good grades. And then when I got to Chinese medicine school, I was kind of like, now I'm at a point where I can just learn the material because I want to learn it and that doesn't necessarily coincide with getting a good grade. And sometimes I would even say that to students when I started teaching. It's kind of like Chinese medicine is not supposed to be like an academic endeavor. It's about being able to heal your patients. And the two don't always necessarily go together. And so sometimes I've had people freaking out about their grade. And I'd be kind of like, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think your patients are going to come in and you're going to show them your points one midterm and you're going to be like, I got an A plus? Like, do you think that's going to make their back pain go away? So I did try to have that perspective that this is not about getting good grades. This is about healing patients. And I'm and I feel like that's one of the things people freak out about when they first start. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's a super valuable point that you make about this is more about an actual application of like healing and theory and experience. And uh, it's less about this academic um, perfection as far as a grade is concerned. It's so much more than that. So, yeah. And how do you feel now that you've, now that you're at the end of the process? Like, do you feel prepared? Do you feel comfortable that whatever walks in the door, you can treat it? Or are you still kind of freaking out? Uh, to be fair, I do feel like I'm still freaking out. Um, I felt this way when I was a dancer. I left my four-year education as a professional dancer not feeling quite ready to like go out in the world and get the job that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it was going to take a little bit more experience, a little bit more um, – it was going to take a little bit more growth on my end to get the job that I wanted. Um, and I think – this would be the same. I feel that there's going to be more experience, more opportunity, more um, educational. Yeah, but it's like you're still, even though you finish, it's like it's still a growing process. Right. So, or I guess maybe like another good analogy would be like, how did you feel your first semester as an intern versus your last semester as an intern? Did you notice a difference there? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you feel more confident. You 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 feel like you can walk away like with more. You're like, oh yeah, I recognize that. Oh yes, I know that. Yeah. You know, you feel you feel better. You feel more comfortable in the practice. Did you notice a shift at any point? Yeah, I feel like it was probably my second term in the clinic as an intern. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like your. I four five six. So right there in the middle, um, I felt like that's when it started to make sense, and I felt like I needed less help from my supervisors. You know, I felt more confident. What advice would you give to people who are just starting out? Oh, that's a great question. Well, there's two things. First and foremost, I think it's important for you to be patient. With yourself, like going through this journey, it's it's definitely not an easy process. It's it's meant to be hard on purpose, right? We are future practitioners, doctors, met, you know, practitioners of medicine. It's not meant to be an easy journey. So allow yourself patience and grace, and know that everybody's process is different, right? You're not going to approach it or handle it or maneuver through it the same way that that person will or that person. Um, so be patient with yourself. And then I would say the second thing is find what grounds you. Find those things that fill your tank back up. It's a very draining process to go through grad school in general. And, you know, some people are parents and have children and have part-time jobs. And so you have to balance yourself. You have to. It's important. So find those activities, hobbies, things that, you know, fill your tank back up, recharge you, ground you, and, you know, give you life again because – This is not an easy journey. What kind of things do you do to fill your, to refill your cup? For sure, I made an effort to get to the beach, um, catch the sunset, get in the water. Uh, One of my favorite things. Um, I love working out. I love practicing yoga. But I, you know, I I teach dance on the side. I also take class on my own. I, um, you know, being able to express that creative side definitely helps me. So I remember after I graduated, I had a friend who was a couple years behind me, and she told me the story that when she was an observer in the clinic, she asked a senior intern, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out? And apparently the senior intern told her, there will come a time when you will have to choose between school and life. And when that time comes, choose school. And I was like, wow, that's really hardcore. And my friend was like, yeah, it was, but it's also kind of true that if you want to be good at this medicine, you have to be willing to put in the work. And sometimes that means saying no to other things and prioritizing your studies. So it's like, yeah, on the one hand, you want to have good school life balance so you keep your sanity and don't get burnt out. But on the other hand, it's like studying Chinese medicine takes a lot of work. Um, so what's your take on that? So I do feel that you have to make a choice, right? And, and knowing that life will, life will be there. It will. And the people I think that are meant to, you know, meant to stick around and be there in the end, they'll be there, right? The, the friends, the family that love you, they're all going to be there in the end. The social relationships, um, if it's honest, it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, you're doing something super huge with your life, right? And so I feel that for the moment, if you can just focus in on like four years, get your shit done, 
get out, then have all the fun in the world. Like, I do feel that's accurate. It's it's easy to let the distractions come in. Um, I love a good distraction. But, you know, you don't want it to derail this bigger plan that you have. Uh, so you you do have to make the choice and just understand that everything that's meant to be there in the end will still be there. Yeah. Was school hard? Yes. <laughs> I I mean, I do feel like school is hard. I mean, in general, I'm – I don't know. I think since I was a child, I was – I'm like, oh, school's not for me. I'm not a good student. Like, school's hard, right? Like, I'd so much rather be, like, out playing or playing a sport or, you know, and then once I got older, I'm, like, traveling the world and dancing and um, – so being in school, yeah, it's hard. It's it's a major commitment and it's difficult. I mean, you're, you're spending countless hours and time and – So I feel like for me, my biggest struggle wasn't necessarily academic. Like I think maybe in the first year it was just because it was so different. It was a lot of memorization and that's something I wasn't used to. But kind of once I got a system down, it became a little bit easier. But I feel like for me, my challenge was – I don't have very good people skills. Like, like I'm a, I had a background as a mathematician, as an engineer. And so I had really good academic skills. I did not have very good people skills. And I knew that was going to be a problem for me uh, going into clinic. Yeah, I was about to say, so what you're saying is you were really good at being nerdy, but you weren't good at being a people person. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's not just about the academics of knowing the points and coming up with a good diagnosis. It's also about being able to interact with your patients in a way that makes them um, makes them feel comfortable and that you can establish rapport. And that was an important thing. So I don't know. Is that just me that I'm like, I'm an engineer and. <laughs> well, I wanted to say that like going back, you know, you have, you have to remember that people come from different backgrounds, which is very unique about this particular profession is that we all come from different types of experience, um, previously. So, we're all different walks of life. Some people haven't been in school for 10, 20 years, and they're recreating their life through a new profession, right? So the art of being a student is a little bit more difficult for some rather than others. And so, you know, being a little bit more kind to that, for me, it had been a while. It had been a while since I was a student. Um, Moving into bedside manner, let's just say, Absolutely. I mean, you have to develop you have to develop a good bedside manner with 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 your patients. You have to. It's important. People want to come in and know that there's a space that you've created for them. Um, so it becomes less about the academia and more about how you make them feel. So you've just graduated and you've gotten over that hurdle. So your next two things to freak out about are boards. And then starting a business or starting a practice. Exactly. <laughs> I, guess first, I guess first of all, how do you feel about boards? Do you feel like school adequately prepared you for boards or is this a new level of freaking out now that you have to take board exams? I mean, I think it's a new level of freaking out because so much more rides on it. You know, I, I mean, the knowledge is there. Yeah. Y- you know everything. Yeah. But it's just kind of – uncovering everything that you've learned and oh my gosh and just like sitting to take a test 
And then how do you feel about starting a practice? Like, have you thought that far ahead? Is that freaking you out too? Or have you not even thought that far? I do feel like that is one area that the school lacked is preparing people to start a practice. There's a lot. There's a lot to consider. Thankfully, like through my education at PCOM, I had a couple of part-time jobs at some clinics, acupuncture clinics, where I experienced how to, you know, bill, insurance, work at a front desk, be receptionist, schedule appointments, you know, all of that, like the business aspect that you don't get in school. And as much as they can educate you about their experience, you really don't know until you do it yourself. Yeah, because like for me, I wasn't sure if it was fair to blame the school because I think a lot of it was me. Just when I was in school, I wasn't thinking about that. And I think they were trying to get me to think about that. And they were trying to do these things and have these activities that I was supposed to be doing to think about building a practice. But I was just so focused on the academics part of it that I didn't even think about that. And that's kind of why when I finally graduated and got my license and had to start a practice – I was kind of freaking out a little bit because I think they were trying and I just wasn't on board with it at the time. I mean, I was definitely one of those people who was handing out the $15 off your next visit oh. cards for my first patients, which, you know, that's part of that's part of your business building. And it, it's a retention of patients. It gets people to come back in the door. So I feel like there are elements that I practiced in school that helped develop my, my business side. Um I also was fortunate, you know, like I said earlier, to work in a couple of clinics where I learned elements that I wouldn't have otherwise learned in school. Um, And yeah, I, you know, start your Instagram page, start your Facebook page, start your website. Like you're, you're not legit yet, but you have to put your name out there. You have to get it going. Um, And I do think that more successful people get started earlier. Anything you wish you did differently during school? Do you have any regrets? I would say that if I were to do anything differently, it would be a little bit more present. I feel like I rushed a lot. Like I rushed to get to the end. Um, You know, I also had like two part-time jobs while I was in school. So I was constantly staying busy. And I wasn't really focusing on the bigger plan. The And I found myself becoming so, you know, jumping to the next thing, the next thing, yeah. the next thing, that before you know it, you're like, oh, what just happened? So I would say for sure my one of my big regrets is just like, I would have stayed a little bit more present. Did you have a low point during school where you're like, oh, God, what am I doing here? Did I make a mistake? Yeah. Yeah, I would feel like my low point was somewhere there year two, right in the middle, right in the middle. Yeah, I was like, "Um, am I doing the right thing? I have – what am I doing here? Did it kind of pick up once you got into clinic? Because I feel like once I started seeing patients, that kind of shone a new light on things. 100%. I think once you start to get to – you know, once you get into that clinical experience, it's a game changer. You you feel so differently about what you're doing. Um, it just brings everything to light. Do you feel optimistic about the future? 
Like I just read something on Facebook where someone was like, I'm getting cold feet. Like I have all these loans. There's all this stuff going on. Like, can you actually make it as an acupuncturist? Did I just make a big mistake? Do you feel optimistic about the future? Or do you feel like, ooh, maybe I should have done something else? No, I feel very optimistic about the future. It has felt really good from day one. And I don't um, I don't regret any part of my journey. So I feel I feel good. I feel good about the future and I will approach those hurdles as they come. <laughs> so Holly, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> this podcast episode along with additional show notes are available online at podcast.tcmstudy.net slash session three this podcast is made possible thanks to the support of listeners like you if you'd like to support this podcast consider joining the patreon go to tcmstudy.net and click on the patreon link at the top thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time